let's say someone's training for this race right now and you know they're listening to this this conversation right now while they're on a run and they're like you know I also kind of want to use the pride 5k to come out I guess like what advice or what would you tell that person who's still in the closet you know deciding whether or not to come out well I'd say first of all if you're interested hell yeah if if you think that (laughs) you're in a safe space you have people around you go for it you know I think the biggest surprise for me was how little my life really changed um and that you know nothing yeah nothing about myself at least really changed it was all just who I was so if you're in a place where you want to if you feel like you have people around you that can support you and at least for myself I I knew for a while and I held it in and and it wasn't until I was like I can't keep keeping the secret anymore that I decided so so if you're also in that point where you feel like when you're around your friends you're keeping some sort of secret and you want to tell them yeah it's the perfect opportunity to do so and then you're going to have so many other people around you who are going to be doing the same thing and that's really exciting to be part of that and welcome back to the It's About Being Seen podcast, a special collection of conversations with members of the Pride 5K community who have used the race to come out. I'm your host, Nikki Hiltz, and it is week three of training. I hope those runs are starting to get a bit easier and we're all still having fun with it. It's also July now, crazy. Pride month is over, how sad, but we all know that Pride is all year long and we're gonna celebrate that today with this amazing interview. I am talking today with Jen Hoffer. She is a camera technician living in Portland, Oregon about her incredible, awesome, fun coming out story. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did and happy training. All right, I'm here with Jennifer. Welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, You're one of three people who came out last year during the Pride 5K, and you came out on Twitter. Um, I remember that day just, like, kind of being really crazy. I was getting tagged in things, like, left (laughs) and right. And, like, I honestly kind of forgot Twitter was, like, a platform. I think I had, like, my notifications turned off or something. But as soon as I went on there, I think your tweet was one of the first I saw. And I was like... I was like, hell yeah, like, this is what it's all about. Like, we need this energy because it was just something like, this is my before pick for the Pride 5k. And this is also my coming out post baby. And I was like, just short and sweet to the point. I loved it. So um, yeah, I'm just excited to have this conversation. And I feel like as queer people, like, at least for me, I kind of went through this chaotic, like, who am I stage before getting to the point, you know, where I could come out and be myself. So I just want to have this conversation with you and kind of find out your journey with that. So just thank you for being here. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I I feel like a good place to start is like with anyone's story is just kind of like, you know, some basic background. So, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What are your pronouns? Just tell us a little about yourself. Sure. Um, so my name is Jen. I'm based in Portland, Oregon right now. I'm, uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm 26. So I'm actually a, I'm a camera technician 
and I do sort of camera sales and photography right now. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, pandemic, of course, has changed things up a little bit, and I've had to shift gears. But, but yeah, I've been a camera tech out here in Portland for the last four years or so. Oh, that's awesome. I love Portland. My sister lives up there. Um, great, great state. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you kind of said, like, the p- pandemic has, like, shifted things for you. Um, I guess, like, where were you at a year ago? Um you know, like kind of, yeah, I guess everything shut down, like the pandemic hit, like, tell us a little bit how like the this past year has been for you. Yeah, that was really tricky for me, because I've, so I went to college for film and video. And then since then, I have been doing photography and video work. And the year prior, I had gotten a lot of work as a concert photographer, and things were just starting to go really well for me in that direction. Um, And then I had three shoots lined up with a magazine and then COVID hit. And of course, everything shut down. So no, I I know I was I was really bummed about that. Um, But a lot of my work had been in that world and it involved a lot of people and public events and things like that. So it really shifted the work that I was doing and it really forced me to slow down. I think being in a creative field, it's hard to know when to stop. I'm constantly trying to like stack jobs on top of jobs. And so it it really forced me to slow down and consider what direction I wanted to go with my life long term. Um, So yeah, it was, it was quite a shock for me to go from working so much just to being home for you know the foreseeable future and we all thought it would be a few weeks a few months and of course that's not the case but it definitely it definitely made my life take a 180 oh yeah for sure I'm just kind of this huge collective slowdown and like okay wait and what am I doing with my life or like now I need to adjust and like Mm -hmm. yeah I mean wow I feel like you know that story is like gonna I feel like a lot of people are gonna relate to that yeah yep same you know um okay well like where uh so how's it going now are you have you made like adjustments and like can you like photograph things and like um kind of like I don't know still do your creative work yeah you know I've shifted a lot of the the work that I'm doing to make it easier for me so I have been doing a little bit more product photography and then getting into real estate photo and video work, which just allows me to do that work um, without being surrounded by so many people. So I've kind of shifted up the work that I'm doing so that I can still shoot and still, you know, get some work in. But I'm really excited for things to open back up so I can get back to, to live events. I really miss it. Oh, yeah. You know, just that I'm sure as like a, you know, photographer, it's like you feed off that energy of all the people that are there. And, you know, with with these events that involve a lot of energy, like, yeah, I mean, I think I'm definitely craving some of that for sure right now. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I guess like, what's your experience with running? Like, how does that fit into your, you know, this creative side of you? Are you just like, 
a runner or did you just like sign up for this 5k like how does that fit in it's really new for me um so when I was in high school and college I did a lot more water sports so water polo rowing um but as soon as I left school they were all really inaccessible and I was just getting antsy you know I wanted to move again so right around that point I tried picking up running and I'm not great at it. I very much just do it as a stress reliever in the afternoons type of thing. But I (laughs) honestly, (laughs) (laughs) I really like to sign up for events to keep up with running and to hold me accountable to these sort of markers. So the 5k was actually sort of a stepping ground for me because I had a triathlon coming up. Oh, cool. So I had a triathlon that was supposed to go on in July. And so in the months prior, I was signing myself up for 10Ks, 5Ks, bike rides around the area just to help me train for that larger event. Right. So so would you say swimming is like your best leg of the triathlon? Yeah. 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 That's the easiest nice. one for me, at least to be able to just pick up any time and not you know, if I stop running for a few weeks, the the next time I get back into it, I'm just like, what am I doing? I can't do this anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you've lost all fitness, yeah. <laughs> it's devastating, too, when you get back and you look at your mile pace and you're like, <laughs> I know, and it's crazy because it only takes, like, four days of not running or, exactly. like, a week, you know? It's like, come on. <laughs> and I'm very much a fair-weather runner, so... In in Portland, at least, we've got a good few months where it's just, it's disgusting outside. So I, once the spring (laughs) hits, I'm just booking it outside as soon as I can. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I think you touched on something really important. It was your like running was really accessible, right? Like all you need is a pair of shoes. Yeah. And like, exactly. You you could just go. And so I think a lot of people, you know, did turn to running when the like 2020 hit and, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a way to, you know, relieve stress and, and you know, also, I don't know, it's fun. It's, it's, it's hard to get into shape, but <laughs> I think it's like the more you do it, the more, you know, like endorphins you get, yeah. or at least it's kind of in my experience. And especially <laughs> with COVID, you know, we're indoors yeah. for so much that as soon as you can get outside and all of a sudden we have this time to be able to go outside and to try longer distances and, longer amounts of time you know I wasn't as restricted to you know the hour of daylight I had left when I got home from work you know yeah no definitely the summer summer months are great (laughs) (laughs) um okay so this is kind of a perfect like storm it's like you're kind of getting into running and you know the pandemic hits like and then this pride 5k kind of launches like Mm -hmm. how I guess how did you hear about the pride 5k uh I found one of your videos on TikTok actually introducing the race. And so, so that's how I found it. Um, And I was interested pretty much right away because I was like, well, I'll do the race. And then I was just starting to open up to a few people about, about being bi. And so I was like, well, I'll do the race And then I'll use that as my way to come out to people. Um, And you mentioned that I came out on Twitter. And I totally did Twitter because it's really just 
a few friends I have from college and that's about it. Like I'm talking into a void for the most part. Um, (laughs) And I retweeted your tweet. (laughs) It was, was, you know, my trial run for the real word to be like, let me just introduce it to some people in my life and then kind of expand from there. But, but yeah. Oh no. (laughs) So I outed you. (laughs) It was fine. My sister texted me a few weeks later and she was like, so I'm not usually on Twitter but I looked on yours and I found something. Uh, <laughs> I was like, surprise. Oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel so bad now. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I honestly, I get that way with like TikTok. I feel like I'm like, oh, this is just like, you know, the people on TikTok. This isn't like the real world. Exactly. But, I, for- I forget that everyone has access to it. My gosh, shit. <laughs> um, okay. That's so cool that you had kind of like, been planning to use this race to come out I I feel like that's that's just so cool like um and you I guess you were also opening up to to close people in your life um what like how did it feel the day you came out it it was nerve-wracking for me but it was also really exciting because I actually had another friend of mine who also came out on Twitter that same day so so just coincidence yeah so he came out and then I came out and so it was really both of us just cheering each other on at the same time so when I was doing the race and taking the photos I was like I gotta do these photos because I have to post this on on Twitter and like make this statement or whatever um and (laughs) uh I was I was pretty nervous about it but also I knew that the people that were going to see it were going to be so incredibly accepting of it. So mm-hmm. it was more so an announcement for myself rather than anybody else really caring ab- about it. Um, but yeah, it was exciting right. to have somebody else in that same boat the same day and to be able to just, yeah, cheer each other on. Yeah. That's so cool. Just having, I don't know, anytime you can just like someone in it together you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, we got yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's so important to have, um, I feel like, you know, just a community around you that you know is going to love and accept you. Like, I mean, I feel like for me, that was a big reason why I was able to come out. You know, like if I didn't know that I had that, then I would be like, this isn't a safe space or whatever. So I don't know. I think that's, this just was like part of the reason why I wanted to put on this race to kind of like, show people that there's like communities out there there's like thousands of people out there that are going to love and accept you and like you know be that accepting person in your Mm -hmm. life and to like visibly be allies and like wearing this rainbow shirt and running this race so I don't know that's just so cool that you you kind of had someone to do it together with you just had your own little community um yeah um I guess so so how did people react it was like like the reaction to you coming out I think everybody was really excited. I will say I don't think they were all that surprised. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I used to, myself and my group of friends, we used to just say this thing in college. We were like, everybody's at least 5% gay. You know, everybody's got it. And then it turned out (laughs) it was just all of us. We were all just, in the span of the next four years, almost everybody had come out in some capacity. So... You know, turn out it was a, wow. it was just us <laughs> when we said yeah, that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Oh everybody was so accepting of it, and 
a lot of other people in my friend group had gone through that themselves of either coming out to themselves or other people. So it was just, yeah, a really welcoming environment. That's so funny. That that was the same as my friend group at home. <laughs> like we was like, um, I remember I was just same thing. Like I was only coming out to like a few people and we were at like we were home from college and it was like my high school friends getting back together. And my friend um just was like, Okay, raise your hand if you're like a little bit gay. And I swear to God, like, like six of us just like put our hands up. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So we're all. Yeah. Yep. This <laughs> makes sense. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a reason we are all drawn to each other. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, that's, I love to hear that. Um, it, I guess like we're coming up on a year of being out. Um, would you say like this? I know people experience of like, yeah, no, I've just become like more and more you know accepting myself of it or like I've just kind of grown into leaned into like all these people or like I guess like how has this past year been for you with that I you know I really don't think that much has changed for myself and part of that's got to do with COVID and not being able to go out and see people and have adventures you know I'm I'm very much in in my apartment uh quite a bit um but for a good chunk, I think my life hasn't really changed. It's just, it's nice to be able to, you know, make statements or, or talk about, you know, like flirt with someone openly and not have to like hide that. (laughs) (laughs) There was a while when I was working at the camera store where this, this woman came in and she was flirting with me and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. And then as soon as she left, like my other coworkers (laughs) just looked at me and I was like, what? (laughs) you know like I didn't have to hide that uh for for anybody around me so I definitely it feels more like I can be more open about myself but but overall I think a lot of who I am and my mindset on myself is still very similar to how it was right no I mean I think that's awesome you're and it's I feel like that's like kind of reassuring to hear it's like no, I'm just, I'm the same me, like, nothing's yeah, changed. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm just living my life a little bit more open now, where I can flirt, you know, flirt with women. Like, <laughs> I definitely thought that I would feel a lot more different when I was out, but, you know, the next day, everything is the same. And then the next few months, yeah, everything, it, it's like, this is, I guess, who I always was. And so just by making some statement on social media, like nothing changes. I'm still the same person. So right. yeah, there's almost like so much build up to it. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, I guess this kind of leads into like, what advice would you give someone? I guess, okay, like someone let's say someone's training for this race right now and you know they're listening to this this conversation right now while they're on a run and they're like you know I also kind of want to use the pride 5k to come out I guess like what advice or what would you tell that person who's still in the closet you know deciding whether or not to come out well I'd say first of all if you're interested hell yeah if if you think (laughs) that you're in a safe space you have people around you 
go for it. You know, I think the biggest surprise for me was how little my life really changed. Um, and that, you know, nothing, yeah, nothing about myself at least really changed. It was all just who I was. So if you're in a place where you want to, if you feel like you have people around you that can support you and at least for myself, I, I knew for a while and I held it in and, and it wasn't until I was like, I can't keep keeping the secret anymore that I decided. So, so if you're mm-hmm. also in that point where you feel like when you're around your friends, you're keeping some sort of secret and you want to tell them, yeah, it's the perfect opportunity to do so. And then you're going to have so many other people around you who are going to be doing the same thing. And that's really exciting to be part of that. Right. Definitely. And I mean, yeah, there's also this like, I don't know, throughout the year, there's like these almost like excuses to come up. Like, you know, there's a pride month, like there's an entire month where like people are talking about it and it's like happening or there's coming out day in October Mm -hmm. or there's like trans day of visibility in March. Like there's just like, it's almost like there's these opportunities. So like, even if like in july or whatever you're like okay i'm not ready you know it's like you can mm-hmm. wait and you also also don't have to wait for those ex- you know days but um i don't know i think that that was really good advice <laughs> <laughs> like just like hell yeah go for it <laughs> like if you want to yeah absolutely i i mean yeah. i definitely i knew for a while and then i told like one or two people and then i kept it a secret for a while and it wasn't until i would you know talk to friends and feel really guilty about not mentioning it that i was kind of you know decided that it's probably time just to not hide it and a lot of people i know i didn't necessarily come out to them i just stopped hiding or you know i didn't hide parts of myself but it wasn't or not right. Like, right. everybody, hello. <laughs> it, it's me. Right. And even, it's so funny, because even if there is that big, hello, it's me, you know, on social media, it's like, not everyone, like, the, the cashier doesn't know you're gay, or like, you know, like, not, it's still something you're gonna have to be coming out, like, you're the rest of your life, yeah, you know. Definitely. So. <laughs> um. Okay, well, where can people find you? Like Instagram, I know you're on Twitter, uh, TikTok. Are you, are you single? Like, are you on the apps in a relationship? Like, just, just give us. The yeah, <laughs> um, I am single. I have been on the apps a little Ooh. bit, but uh, I'm not. I'm really bad with apps. I'm much better at meeting people in person. Um, my Instagram is Jennifer N. Hofer, and then my Twitter is at Jennifer Hofer. So those are the two platforms that I'm on for the most part. But, yeah. Yes. I, I love following you on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, great follow. <laughs> You're hilarious. Thank you. Was, I think there was a tweet. <laughs> there was a tweet like a month ago. I was dying at it. It was like um, something like, d-list celebrities turned real estate agents are the worst types of people and i was like i feel like i've seen so many of them oh my gosh i think i think yours was the first one i saw sometimes i forget people follow me on twitter so it's really just a diary of my thoughts and then yeah (laughs) i forgot that you follow me Uh, 
great 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 thoughts keep <laughs> perfect keep <doing> okay <laughs> i will <laughs> <laughs> um also ladies she's single hey <laughs> <laughs> uh you know give it give that follow slide in the dms you never know you never know what could happen exactly <laughs> um okay so now we have closing three questions that we ask all of our guests um start off with a banger what is are you familiar with the love I languages am. yes okay okay what is, well i feel like i should say them because i actually haven't explained what the love languages are i'll just say them really fast okay um physical touch words of affirmation quality time gift giving and oh my god i can't even think of the last uh, one. acts of service yeah acts of service yep like, only because that's know. okay so that like, one's mine <laughs> that's I, yours, yeah. i'm like i don't know there's a <laughs> there. i definitely show love by acts of service um but i i think i Aww. appreciate quality time most so i'm yeah i guess those two for the most oh that's that's so pure i'm so no it's okay (laughs) i just i always want to just do things for people do you need help you know like fixing your car or like painting this thing i'll help you move so (laughs) no that's so sweet wow what a good friend (laughs) that's that's awesome like or like do the dishes for someone or like you know clean up are you like that that vibe or yeah i mean I think for myself, it's just like, I'm always there to help people however they need. And I definitely, um, I don't know, I've seen that with my family this whole time is like people that aren't necessarily very vocal about how they care about people, but they're always there if you need something. So yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Gosh, I think that's my family too. Oh, there's more to unpack there. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. When is a time you knew you were special? <laughs> it's okay That's if you don't a... answer. Oh, it's man. Very... <laughs> That's a really deep question for me. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I... I don't know if I have an answer. I... <laughs> I think actually I, I will okay. say the first time I ever sold one of my photographs was like the, it was the most exciting time for me. I it wasn't even for sale. It was just you know this photo lab was using my photo as a way to like showcase one of the services they did and somebody went into their store and said I would love to buy that photograph. So that moment yeah that was so exciting. That is so cool. That's a great <laughs> answer. Oh my god. Before this, you're like, oh, I don't know if I have an answer for that one. Jeez. Okay, wait, what was the photo It of? was, um, it was a photo of a building and then there were two, it was like 20 stories up or something. And it was a close up of just really symmetrical uh, windows. And then there was one of those lifts that somebody would get onto to clean the windows or do work. And then it was two people, one on either Ooh. end with bright green vests on just working on the building that's so cool I want that photo (laughs) I want 
I want to like drop a link to your photography. Shit, it, yeah, it's, awesome. it's all just my Instagram. <laughs> you you won't find photos of myself, but there's just yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! Oh my gosh! Well, I'll definitely hit that up. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And and they were like, and they're like, I want that photo, and you're like, okay, one million dollars. <laughs> I had I was like, how do I sell? Like, how do I price this? I had to talk to so many people about it, but. Yeah, oh and she gosh. was like, I want, and she wanted, like, a big photograph, too, so. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess maybe this is a similar answer, but um, our final question is, when have you felt most seen? I, we, I thought about this earlier, and I think that what I came across was, a few years ago, my sister and I backpacked through Morocco and Spain, and we stayed at this hostel in Rabat um, right along the ocean. It was a surf hostel. And so we all went surfing together, um, us and a few other people that stayed there, and then one of the hosts. And we were doing this like surfing challenge, just whoever could get the most waves, some really arbitrary points just to see who is the better surfer or whatever. And the <laughs> the host was the one that was giving everybody the score. And at the end, uh, I won. And he gave me, he was like, you are the Moroccan champion. And I remember just being in the water really <laughs> far out being like, I'm the Moroccan champion. <laughs> so I, oh my it was, I think that moment is just something that I I really loved just being a part of that. And I think that's the moment that I just thought of immediately is just in another country, just surfing in the water. And yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Wow. You're just like, yeah, the hell yeah, I Exactly. <laughs> it was like, you're on a rush because you've been, you've like exhausted yourself and Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so special. That feels like just so like euphoric. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, because you can just shout however loud you want because there's nobody else around you. You're just in the middle of the ocean. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, and just surfing, just like being in the water is just special, like in itself. You just feel so small. Yeah. I feel like yeah, very much so. I'm not a good surfer by any means. Like I don't, I don't want <laughs> any credit to myself, but. <laughs> Well, you're the Moroccan surf champ, apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, I've great answers Thank to you. all the questions. Um, yeah, I think uh, I I loved this conversation. I love that you used Twitter to come out. I love that I now follow you on Twitter. And um, yeah, I mean seriously like thank you so much i i really enjoyed that you know vulnerable tweet a year ago and just your willingness to be visible and vulnerable like that publicly i think it's just like very inspiring and i mean you know this but like representation is so important and mm -hmm. just by you being you like you're you're making the world a better place so yeah just keep doing you and you're amazing and I yeah, I've so enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for, oh, for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Jen, for sharing your story, and thank you everyone for listening to this episode. I 
love talking with Jen because it was just such a good reminder that you are still you wherever you're at in the coming out process. And, you know, Jen reminds us that who you are won't change. Um, If you haven't already, check out this week's cooking video. Sam and I uh, make Sam's smoothie. It's Sam's go-to treat after a run, and it's actually very delicious. So, um, yeah, enjoy that, and I'll see you on next week's episode. Mm -hmm.